0: We would like to welcome you to another edition of The Jazz Show on CITR FM 101.9. And uh, as my great friend uh, Gak from the previous show said that uh, I am expecting a guest um, early in the show. So we're going to postpone the jazz feature until um, the... Potential guest has arrived, and we can uh, chat and and do all that stuff. And the jazz feature will be on after uh, the guest um, appears, and uh, etc. So that's the way we're going to do it this evening. And meantime, uh, while we wait for the guest, I have some great music to play for you. But I will tell you about our jazz feature. It's a wonderful album by one of the great icons of jazz guitar. And uh, I must uh, preface this today by uh, saying that one of the great jazz guitar players of our time, Larry Coriel, 73 years old, passed away today. And of course, it's all over the internet. This great guitarist was one of the pioneers, really, of jazz fusion. Uh, He did so many great things. He played classical, he played bebop, he played every style imaginable. A great, great guitarist. One of his Great influences is our jazz feature artist this evening, who is also a guitar icon, and I'm talking about guitarist Jim Hall, and we'll be chatting more about uh, the jazz feature with Jim Hall uh, when we do it a little later on in the show, as I mentioned, Um, but I will tell you from the get-go that if you're going to, uh, hopefully you will still be here. By the time the jazz feature starts um, later on in the show, Jim Hall is our jazz feature artist, and the album we're playing is his very first under his own name, and it's an absolutely wonderful album, and it features Jim in the company of uh, the great bassist Red Mitchell and the legendary pianist Carl Perkins, who Passed away, sadly, in 1958. He's was one of the most talented musicians to grace the planet and uh, unfortunately had a very short life. Cut short due to, well, you guessed it, drugs, unfortunately. But Carl Perkins is on uh, the jazz feature. So it's Jim Hall, Carl Perkins, and Red Mitchell. And the album is called Jazz Guitar. And um, this was really the beginning... Of Jim Hall's recording career under his own name. And it was a magnificent start. You knew and you will know from this album why uh, Jim Hall became the icon that he did. So that's going to be the jazz feature that's later on in the show. And we're going to begin with one of the greatest jazz, modern jazz records of all time. Recorded at Birdland. February 21st, 1954, which at that time was George Washington's birthday, was a holiday as well. Um, The holiday is now called President's Day in the States. It's a holiday through... um, Actually, it's a holiday in the rest of Canada (laughs) this time, and uh, it's also a holiday in the United States. And um, this album was recorded on the... uh, I believe the eve of uh, uh, George Washington's birthday, or today it's called President's Day. Anyway, we take you back to Birdland, February 21st, 1954. Art Blakey and his quintet with Clifford Brown on trumpet, the still-living Lou Donaldson on alto saxophone. He's the only surviving member. Lou is 90 years old now amazingly enough and still performing and he sounds great on this album Horace Silver on piano Curly Russell on bass and Art Blakey on drums one of the great introductions is by the little short midget who was the MC of Birdland for so many years he was a guy that um He was very feisty as well. He really stood up for himself. If you didn't tip him, he'd. um, uh, Art Blakey, of course, was a very generous tipper, and so were most of the musicians, but there were some that didn't uh, care for Pee Wee Marquette, that was his name. And uh, um, Pee Wee -wee needed to be tipped, um, and tipped well, or else he'd botch your name and (laughs) call you and uh, purposely do it. Uh, when he introduced the, the band. So it was almost mandatory that you, that you gave him some money. Uh, Lester Young had a great name for Pee-wee Marquette, but I, uh, I'm not going to repeat it on the air. Uh, <laughs> some of you know uh, that nickname. But as I mentioned before, um, Pee-wee Marquette was a, a very short little man and um, very feisty and uh, the jovial MC. So he's going to introduce the band. And so I turn everything over to Mr. Marquette, and he's going to introduce Art Blakey, and they're going to kick it off with a wonderful Horace Silver tune called Split Kick.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, as you know, we have something special down here at Birdland this evening a recording for Blue Note Records. When you applaud for the different passages, your hands go right over the records there, so when they play them over and over throughout the country, you may be someplace and uh, say, well, that's my hand on one of those records that I dug down at Birdland. We're bringing back to the band set this time, ladies and gentlemen, the great Art Blakey and his wonderful group featuring the new trumpet sensation Clifford Brown, Horace Silver on piano, Lou Dawson on alto, Curly Russell is on bass, Let's get together and bring Art Blakey to the bandstand with a great big round of applause. How about a big hand now for Art Blakey? Thank y'all.
0: That, of course, was the great R. Blakey quintet from an album called A Night at Birdland. And, of course, we heard the inimitable little fella introducing the band, Pee Wee Marquette, one of the classic, in one of his classic introductions, of course, and with this uh, uh, very distinctive voice. And we heard Clifford Brown on trumpet, the late, great Clifford Brown, Uh, Lou Donaldson, the only surviving member, Papa Lou on alto saxophone, Horace Silver on piano, Curly Russell on bass, and Art Blakey on drums. And, of course, a classic track. And uh, from a whole... um, Actually, there were two albums uh, issued of all of this stuff. And uh, this was the opening track, Split Kick, uh, composition by Horace Silver. All right. Now... We'd like to remind you that you are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR-FM 101.9. My name's Gavin Walker, and uh, I do have a very special guest who uh, has arrived, but we're going to hear her music first, and uh, this was a track that I played last week on the show. It's from a brand new album on the Cellar Live uh, label, uh, Corey Weed's label, and The album is called Sapphire Birds, and it's a real treat. I played you three tracks uh, last week. Those of you that may have been listening uh, heard the incredible voice of a young lady, and I do mean young lady. She's 14 years old, and Maya Ray. And um, she's going to do, right now, one of the tunes from... And she's picked this one out to uh, open it. Then we'll be chatting with Maya after uh, after we hear this tune. Maya with um, Andre Lachance on bass, Joel Fountain on drums, and uh, of course the wonderful Miles Black, everyone's favorite accompanist on uh, on piano, and some uh, horns uh, in there with uh, Corey on tenor saxophone. Well, not Corey, uh, Vincent Mai on uh, on trumpet on this particular tune. Doing some background riffs of the famous tune by George Shearing, probably his most famous composition. And hear the Lullaby of Birdland, Maya Ray.
1: <laughs> Lullaby of Birdland, that's what I always hear when you sigh. Never in my word land could there be words to reveal in a phrase how I feel. Have you ever heard two turtle dogs? Bill and coo when they love. That's the kind of magic music we get with our lips when we kiss. And there's a weepy old willow. Hey, Now, we farewell and goodbye. Lullaby, a birdland whisper low. Kiss me, sweet, then we'll go. Fly and I, a birdland high in the sky up above. All because we're in love. Sweet and sweet Sweet put Sweet 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 and He really knows how to cry That's how I'd cry on my pillow If you should tell me farewell and goodbye Lullaby a birdland, whisper low Kiss me sweet, then we'll go Flying high, a birdland high in the sky Up above, we're in love do die to ba to to die.
0: Now the possessor of that incredible voice is sitting right opposite to me. (laughs) Really nice to see you.
2: Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: All right. So where did you learn to do that?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't, I mean, like singing lesson wise, I, I started singing lessons in grade three. Yeah, um, and that's kind of how I started the whole singing thing. But I don't know, right. and just kind of a bunch of bunch of listening to a lot of music and you know, very singing teacher influences and yeah. Did you
0: did you start to sort of sing on your own as as a little kid before you even yeah. knew you know just just enjoyed the <laughs> yeah. act of singing?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, my mom actually was talking to me the other day, and she was saying how I was always like. Well, screaming when I was a little baby because I couldn't really sing when I was a baby. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think I always had a big love for music, and I kind of, kind of honed that in and started actual music lessons um, mm-hmm. when I was in grade three. So I guess I was nine. I, I don't, yeah. Um, so that's kind of when I actually started. Um, full-on music lessons. But I mean, I was always singing as a little kid, I guess. And mm-hmm.
0: So then the music lessons sort of coordinated in, into learning how to read music and mm-hmm. l- learning your keys and all yeah, that, the, the sure. usual technical stuff yeah. that you have to do. <laughs> for sure. Did you enjoy learning that?
2: Yeah, well, I, when I uh, had my singing lessons, it was more, well, actually, my current teacher has kind of taught me more about the mix and not exactly chest voice and head voice, but kind of mixing that together. So I haven't had a, um, I'm really looking into learning, um, more technique. I really want to get my technique stronger for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I kind of, I guess I being in choirs at school, I kind of learned kind of how to, I kind of taught myself actually how to read music a Mm -hmm. little. Um, and that kind of also came on. I took piano at a young age, so that obviously helped with the, the, um, yeah music reading. a big help yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah well learning piano
0: is sure. great every yeah. a, everybody i think every musician singer uh, or otherwise um should have some knowledge yeah. of, of, of the piano for sure and um you know people like carmen mcrae played mm-hmm. played excellent piano mm-hmm. and, and uh, uh sarah vaughn was a, yeah. a wonderful pianist as well mm-hmm. you know and and so many other singers yeah, uh, sure. of course we know the contemporary ones diana crawl and yeah. You know, people are <laughs> for sure. more contemporary ones yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so then from there, how did you get a taste for jazz?
2: Yeah, well, actually, I just um, recently fell in love with jazz. I was kind of, um, at a younger age, I was singing more folk, and, and I'm still very um, interested in Eva Cassidy. She's one of my... Um, idols i guess i love all of her music and her voice so i was really interested in singing some eva cassidy and um more soulful songs and then just recently i kind of um found my groove with jazz i guess mm-hmm. um i actually sang in jazz fest um in 24 24- 2014 i think yeah 2014 so that was kind of my start in jazz and kind of jazz music and i um Kind of went deeper into my learning of jazz music, and I just I just fell in love with it. So,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. But you were singing y- your influences because basically because of your age and what you mm-hmm. the music that you grew up with, um, say listening to on commercial radio, or mm-hmm. or just what your uh, fellow students were listening to, mm-hmm. probably influenced you a lot too.
2: Yeah, for sure. Um, well, definitely on the radio. There's, um well, the radio I grew up listening to is not really a lot of jazz. It's more like the pop yeah kind of culture stuff but i definitely did also grow up listening to i mean Eve, um sorry elvis Fitzgerald is a classic jazz singer oh, of course, yeah, yeah. yeah so i mean I, I grew up listening to a lot of her singing right. and that's kind of how i found my little influences and kind of scatting and um various vocal melodies to kind of um play with i guess so yeah, right for sure
0: yeah because you're um, th- there's one track on the album which I played last week um it's you know a duet between you and uh and Joel Fountain the mm-hmm, drummer mm-hmm. and it's I got rhythm and so, and yeah. it, to me that's a, an extremely original concept <laughs> did you come up with that
2: Uh yeah well actually I collaborated with Miles um Miles on the arrangements for she was a massive help on that Oh Miles uh, is he's yeah. incredible so. Yeah is. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it was it was definitely a mutual um decision, but mm-hmm. it's very I think in my opinion it's, it's quite an original um look on the song because I mean it's done it's been done so many times so yes. we definitely wanted to make it a little bit more original and this was exciting for me to record so
0: <laughs> I think that's the key too that yeah. that you that that you have is is you can take these um great songs that everybody has done and if you do something original for with them then they come alive again mm-hmm. You yeah. Know, whereas exactly. if you sort of just do them, oh yeah, I'm going to sing this. thing. Exactly. It's the way everybody else does. Then people say, oh yeah, I heard this before. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, she's okay. But if you <laughs> if you if you can make something distinctive, that's the yeah, thing. You know, exactly. that's what I liked about this track. I thought. <laughs> Thank oh, you. know, as okay. I mentioned before, this this friend of mine was was quite amazed at uh, your scatting abilities. <laughs> you'll have Thank to, you. You'll have to do more of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. So, um, aside from Ella Fitzgerald, who, mm-hmm. who uh, and, and uh, Eva Cassidy, yeah, um, who has been your greatest influence?
2: Wow. Well, I mean, there's been a lot. Or, or,
0: or who has been? <laughs> yeah, um, influenced you.
2: Well, I mean, this is it's more of a contemporary artist, but I guess Alicia Keys um, yes. has a very soulful voice, and she can kind of sing anything, and I think she's she's a very talented musician and she's very grounded when she sings. So that's kind of what I look to when, when kind of singing my music is kind of being where she is in her body and her feel of the music. So that's definitely, when. Mm-hmm. also Christina Aguilera mm-hmm. has a pretty powerful voice um, and beautiful, which is also on the album um, was one of the first songs I ever really like learned and started kind of, that's the first song I actually performed to a public audience mm-hmm. with. So <laughs> mm-hmm. that's kind of a, it's a song that's kind of close to my heart, I guess. It
0: means something to yeah. you, yeah, yeah. Well, those two artists you mentioned are uh, way above uh, so many pop artists. Yeah. I mean, Christina Aguilera right, is, is one hell of a singer yeah. and um, very, very, very talented. And mm-hmm. Alicia Keys, uh, mm-hmm. you know, those people, um, you know, there's a certain... A little bit of um, sometimes snobbery around the jazz thing, and they sort of say, "Well, yeah, they're pop singers, but mm-hmm. they're just as great yeah. artists as, um, in my estimation, yeah. as as uh, as some of the greatest jazz artists." Yeah. You know, mm-hmm, and yeah. uh, it's all about music. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's exactly. uh, as as Duke Ellington says, "Music is either good or bad," <laughs> <laughs> and your your music well, is good. You. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Before we carry on, I'd like to uh, just ask you about the uh, your up and coming gig. Now, that's, yeah. this is really important. But <laughs> let's hear uh, um, another tune. Can yeah, pick one out from the album.
2: Yeah. Um, let's see. Dream a little dream. Is sure. That right? I like that one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That one. All right. Let's play that one. All right. <laughs> yeah. And that's uh, I just uh, yeah dream a little dream of me. Oh yeah, that's great. That's that's an old old standard.
2: Exactly.
0: An old standard by a young lady. <laughs> 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 All right, here we go. Dream a little dream of me. It's a tune that was written by who oh, no, knows. I forget. I forget the the composer of the tune. It doesn't matter. I can't
1: think about that. Topic. No, it's
0: a, it's an old favorite.
1: Yeah. <laughs> stars shining bright above you night breezes seem to whisper I love you birds singing in the sycamore trees dream a little dream of me say nighty night and kiss me Dreams till sad find you. Sweet dreams that leave all worries so far behind you. But in your dreams, whatever they be, dream a little dream of me. Dream.
0: That's a wonderful rendition. And of course, Vincent Mai on trumpet and uh, Miles, of course, mm-hmm. Miles Black on piano. Well, that's a great old tune. Where'd, yeah. you, where'd you get that one from?
2: Uh, I'm trying to think. I
0: can you remember where you h- first heard it? Because it's an oldie.
2: Yeah. Well, I think this was also definitely along with Lullaby Birdland and I Got Rhythm, the classic jazz song. I think this was also one of the the first jaw songs i learned i can't exactly remember where i learned it from uh-huh. um, yeah i don't know but i <laughs> i mean it's a classic so it's kind of yeah it's kind of a given for that no and it's
0: a, it's, a, <laughs> it's 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 a great rendition Thank you. i just like to remind the audience uh i'm talking with um young singer um, i hope you're not too embarrassed by me emphasizing your age again <laughs> 14, going on 15, right? Right, there you go. Um, Her name is Maya Ray, and uh, we're playing tracks from her wonderful album uh, that was put out on the Cellar Live label called Sapphire Birds. And, of course, it's uh, readily available on that label. And she's accompanied by some of Vancouver's finest musicians, including Miles Black on piano, Andre LaChance on bass, and Joel Fountain on drums, Vincent Ma on trumpet. And, of course, the redoubtable Corey Weeds uh, is on a few tracks, mm-hmm. too. Um, now, you have a gig. I do. A gig. It's <laughs> a big thing to have a gig these, these, these days. Yeah. But it's also a benefit, too, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, Yeah, so this coming Thursday, the Mm -hmm. 23rd of February, um, I'm having my CD release, I guess, um, for this this album. It's my debut album, so it's exciting. Um, It's also a benefit for Covenant House, um, which is a local um, organization, I guess, in Vancouver that um, helps um, homeless youth in Vancouver um, kind of find stable, stable homes or jobs and et cetera, so... Yeah, I'm very
0: excited. So it's for a great cause. <laughs> yes, for sure. As well, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, um, it's yes, it's a uh, that's a wonderful organization, and mm-hmm. of course, homelessness. To uh, get a little bit on the dark side is a, a big problem in Vancouver, yeah. as the city uh, has become so prosperous. Sometimes yeah. it's it's very difficult, and of course, homelessness can be caused by all kinds of re- yeah. uh, other factors. Um, with younger people, so sure. Covenant House is really good. Yeah, <laughs> it's
2: definitely a it's a great organization. I'm I'm happy to be donating mm-hmm. to them.
0: So who is going to do the gig with you?
2: Yeah, so um the band is actually everyone that played on the album. So Miles on piano, Andre Dechance, Vince My, Corey Weeds, and Joel Fountain. Oh, okay. And myself. So yes.
0: Oh, so it, the, the My Ray All-Stars, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: it's uh, it's going to be a fun night, so I'm excited about
0: it. So that's the 23rd at yes. Frankie's, yes. which, of course, is, um, I would say, the, the leading jazz club in Vancouver, yeah. Frankie's, right now, yeah. Frankie's Jazz Club. And, of course, mm-hmm. it's choreographed <clears throat> by Corey Weeds, who <laughs> ran the cellar. Did you yeah. ever go to the cellar?
2: I didn't, unfortunately, it uh, closed I, down.
0: Uh, oh, before I, yeah, I you were,
2: I got into the jazz. But. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, um yeah, no, I've I've gigged a couple of times at Frankie's, so right. I'm pretty comfortable there, I guess.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're excited about the gig, though?
2: I am. it's I mean, it's my first album, so it's pretty exciting.
0: Right, and the album will be again. available to people. Yes. There, which, um, which is a good we'll thing. Be, we'll be selling some M- CDs there as well. Solid. That's great. <laughs> so... Um, well, let's hear another couple of tracks. Okay. Um, <laughs> pick one out. <gasps> okay. Or um,
2: two. Let me think. An original or?
0: Anything you want. Do, you
2: wanna, do we want to hear Sapphire Birds? Is the sure. Let's hear the <laughs> title track. <laughs> okay. Sounds
0: All fun. right. Let's hear the title track and yeah. th- and one more after that.
2: All right. Um, and then?
0: We'll follow that with?
2: Another original or a, a jazz classic? What do you what do you think?
0: A jazz classic.
2: A jazz classic? I got rhythm? kind Sure, let's do that. I got I Got Rhythm. Sapphire birds awesome. first and
0: yeah. I got I got rhythm second. Yeah. That Excellent. Cool. All right. We shall program that. Cool. And do it. <laughs> Here is my array.
1: In my early years all around me, joyful tears, familiar voice. can be sunny with never a sigh don't need what money can buy birds in the trees sink, the day full of song why shouldn't we sing along I'm super all the day happy with my life how do I get that way look at what I got I got rhythm I got music I got my guy, who could ask for anything more. Doo-doo-doo. I got Daisy, in green pasture. I got my man, who could ask for anything more. Old man Starlight, I got sweet drinks. I got my man who could ask for anything more. Ask for anything more. I got rhythm, I got music, I got my man. Who can I saw anything more? Who can I saw anything more?
0: It's the amazing Maya Ray sitting across from me. Yeah, wow. you're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We heard two songs. The first song was the title track from this album, and it, and mm-hmm. it was Maya's own composition, yes. Sapphire Birds, mm-hmm. and featured, of course, Vince Maya on trumpet uh, doing some work on that. J- Joel Fountain mm-hmm. on drums, Andre LaChance on bass, and, of course, Miles Black on yes. the piano. Then we heard this uh, incredible and very original version <laughs> of I Got Rhythm by the Gershwins mm-hmm. with just Maya and Joel. Yeah. <laughs> you had fun doing that, I know.
2: That was definitely a fun one. I'm <laughs> going to do that live, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, it's going to be fun. hmm it's a, it's a fun one for sure.
0: I think um, something, you find music fun, don't you?
2: <laughs> I definitely do, yes. Yeah. It's
0: a- Like it's not a chore. It no. Or, or it's not, no. it's, I no, mean, no. it's a challenge, yes, because to get all of Well, of course, physically
2: tech, and everything, yes. Yeah. But I mean, it's so much fun and I love doing it. So, right. at the end of the day, you don't really think about all that.
0: You know, I think about um, uh, the great baritone saxophone player, Jerry Mulligan. That's what he mm-hmm. said. Uh, about music, and I, I remember that made an impression because I read mm-hmm. many years ago when I was your age, mm-hmm. and it was an article on Jerry who was yeah. very very popular at the time, and he said that uh, music is very serious, and he said uh, i 'm probably the most serious musician around but if but it 's got to be fun mm-hmm. or it 's not worth it
3: that 's very true and, yeah.
0: and, and basic you know and that's that's that kind of stuck with me yeah. and that 's what i I get the feeling from um, listening to you that you you have a lot of fun and i I think that i think that's really important to 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 put that across to people as well as well as uh, obviously entertaining them and (laughs) all that sort of stuff yeah but that that sort of all all comes with it yeah
1: Yeah, for sure
0: (laughs) so um all i can say is uh, i'm sure you're very excited about doing this gig
2: I am very excited. Yeah, I mean, I'm very excited to, uh, you know, put the album out into the, the public in the open and kind of share my love of music with everyone. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what it's about. So, I'm very excited. Yeah, you
0: know, that's great. That's <laughs> that's exactly what it's about. Thank you great. so much for coming out. We're going to play one okay. more tune. Um, how about summertime? Yeah, the kind of close that's things. Cool. Uh, it, maybe it's a wish that uh, you know. Getting nice weather. Uh, uh yeah, somebody mentioned that we might even get s- some snow I this week. I heard that too. Did you hear that I too? Did. Yikes. <laughs> but not
1: a
2: good. say we got nice weather, we were lucky
0: today. Yeah, we were. We were. Don't I I really don't. don't um I checked the regular forecast. I don't see it really accumulating. Yeah. But you never know. (laughs) 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 And and, uh, yeah, uh, I don't I don't think it will, though. I think it'll, you know, it's going to stay warm. So all it is is cooling down in the evening. So I don't think it uh, it won't interfere with uh, people going to your gig either. Let's hope not. Oh, no, no, (laughs) definitely, definitely won't. (laughs) Anyway, it's been a great pleasure. Thank you, Thank you so much for coming out to uh, uh, our remote station out here Thank in the, the far west and <laughs> UBC. I had a great
2: time. Thank you for having me. It oh,
0: it's been my pleasure, Maya, and um, um, perhaps I'll see you again. Yes, hopefully. You know? that would be Yeah, fun. And we'd like to play one more tune from this uh, wonderful album, Sapphire Birds, and we're going to listen to uh, – the Great Gershwin Number, and uh, this is basically a duet between you and Andre. hmm right? yes. And uh, he does a great job on this. He does. As he always does.
2: That's very true. All of the musicians on this album are incredible. I right. was very lucky. So
0: all that. these musicians will be performing with you.
2: Yes, exactly. So same band.
0: Same band. Miles Black. Yes. On piano, mm-hmm. Andre, of course, as I mentioned, on acoustic bass, mm-hmm. Joel Fountain on drums, Corey Weeds on mm-hmm. uh, tenor saxophone, and Vincent Mai on trumpet. Yes. And, Thank of you. course, Maya. <laughs> I'll be there, yeah. <laughs> Maya and Maya, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much once again for coming out. We're going to listen to Summertime oh, by yeah. the Gershwins. And, again, a very original, wonderful version
2: Thank you.
1: Summertime And the living is easy Fish are jumping And the cotton is high Oh, your daddy's red and your mama's good looking so hush little baby don't you cry one of these mornings you're gonna rise up singing then you'll spread your wings and you'll take to the sky, but till that morning, there ain't nothing can harm you. With Daddy and Mommy standing by. Ooh, Moi d'été que la vie est douce, les poissons bondissent et le coton pousse. Oh, ton père est fortuné et ta mère élégante. d'eau de l'enfant dans c'est la Un de ces matins Tu t'élèveras en chantant Et tu déploieras tes ailes Pour t'envoler vers le ciel Mais en attendant ce moment I never put it Thank you, papa and mama, I take it.
0: That was Maya Ray, and from uh, her wonderful album, Sapphire Birds, of course that was the Gershwin's classic tune, Summertime, with the great Monsieur André Lachance on Contrabass, on acoustic bass on that tune. And that's a tune that I'm sure uh, Maya will be doing on her gig at Frankie's on Thursday evening, September, February 23rd at Frankie's Jazz Club on Beatty Street. All right. Uh, we'd like to just remind you that you are listening to CITR FM 101.9 or on the web, www.citr.ca. My name's Gavin Walker, and we've just had a long chat with uh, Maya Ray. We're going to return to this album uh, that, that we opened the show with um, for a few moments A Night at Birdland with Art Blakey's Quintet with Clifford Brown on trumpet, Lou Donaldson on alto saxophone, Horace Silver on piano, Curly Russell on bass, and Art Blakey on drums. And here is a classic tune, A Night in Tunisia, written by Dizzy Gillespie. Clifford Brown on the trumpet. Indeed, Clifford Brown on the trumpet, who was uh, at that time 24 years old when uh, that was recorded. February 21st, 1954, at Birdland, and we heard the Art Blakey Quintet, with Art Blakey, of course, on drums, Horace Silver on piano, Curly Russell on bass, Lou Donaldson on alto saxophone, the only surviving member, and, of course, the late, great Clifford Brown, who was to unfortunately um, meet his demise on uh, the Pennsylvania Turnpike at the end of uh, June 1956 on his way to a gig. And uh, the car that he was in slid off the freeway, and that was a sad end to one of the most promising and incredible musicians in the history of jazz, and uh, what a huge, huge loss. Clifford Brown was uh, not only uh, such a great musician, his lifestyle was, uh, um, there were so many musicians that were involved in sort of unhealthy lifestyles, and Clifford Brown was not in any way, and um, he was an example to so many musicians um, to clean up their act. And he proved that you could be a great, creative, and uh, significant musician without resorting to um, stimulants, drugs, all that kind of stuff. And uh, he didn't do any of that and uh, practiced constantly and uh, was one of the major influences on all the trumpet players to follow, people like Lee Morgan, Freddie Hubbard, Winton Marcellus, uh, so, so many uh, trumpet players followed um, Clifford Brown. And uh, he was in stellar form on this uh, date, as you heard, and um, wonderful musician, Clifford Brown. All right, that's from the classic album A Night at Birdland. We're going to get on with our jazz feature, and of course, uh, as uh, those of you that listened to uh, an earlier part of the show, we had the uh, delightful young lady, Maya Ray, and she'll be performing um, at uh, Frankie's uh, Jazz Club on February 23rd with a whole slew of musicians, all the musicians that are on her album called Sapphire Birds. The album will be available. It's a CD release party, but it's also um, a lot of the money um, uh, from the uh, cover and and the club will be contributed to a great cause, and that's Covenant House, and that's for uh, homeless. Um, It's a nonprofit organization that provides shelter for uh, homeless youth and uh, a very important contribution to our society. All right. You are listening to CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. My name's Gavin Walker, and we're going to uh, get on with our jazz feature in a few moments. We have a couple of important announcements to uh, tell you about, and we'll be right back with the jazz feature and it's a good one. When you were starting out as a writer, you were black, impoverished, homosexual. You must have said to yourself, gee, how disadvantaged can I get? No, I thought I hit the jackpot. Oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) If (laughs) it's so outrageous, you could not go any further, you know. So you had to find a way to use it. (laughs)
2: Curated by Barbara Chirinos in partnership with VIF Van City Theater, the annual Black History Month film series shines a spotlight on African North American film and history. This year's program encompasses music, political protest, spiritual, emotional enterprise, and endeavor. The centerpiece of Black History Month at Van City Theater is the exclusive Vancouver premiere of the Academy Award nominated documentary I Am Not Your Negro, screening from February 24th. Other highlights include Julie Dash's seminal Daughters of the Dust, the music films Molly Blues and Sign of the Times, and a new Canadian documentary about the untold history of black hockey players, Soul on Ice. UBC's Museum of Anthropology displays long-term and visiting exhibits of indigenous art from around the world, and guided tours are free. Our permanent collection features one of the world's finest exhibits of Northwest Coast First Nations art. Our collection includes 36,000 ethnographic pieces, 535,000 archaeological pieces, and over 600 pieces in the Kroner Ceramics Gallery. There's a lot to take in. Luckily at the Museum of Anthropology, final exams are always take home. If you've never checked out this world-class facility, now's your chance. The Museum of Anthropology is located right on campus and free for all UBC students and faculty. Come enjoy our collection and resources.
0: Before we carry on. Uh, tonight is cloudy with a 70% chance of a uh, sprinkle and a low of five. Tomorrow is going to be mainly cloudy in the morning, and then it's going to be clearing and windy in the afternoon with a low of five and a high of eight. And then for Wednesday, a mix of sun and cloud and a 40% chance of rain or even, I hesitate to say the word, a flurry. That's for Wednesday with the low of 3, high of 6. I really don't anticipate too much, but they are mentioning that in the um, forecast. Thursday is a mix of sun and cloud, and so is Friday uh, with lows between plus 1 and highs between 5 and 6, so a little cooler. And then Saturday is, again, a mix of sun and cloud with a low of minus 3, and a high of plus seven. So it's getting reasonably warm during the daytime, but, you know, cool it in the evening. And then Sunday is um, cloudy with a possibility of 60% chance of flurries or a rain shower with a low of minus one and a high of seven. But I I really don't see any kind of accumulation in the forecast. At least I hope not. (laughs) You never know. All right. Sometimes uh, the weather is very hard to predict on the west coast. And, uh, you know, even with uh, all our high tech equipment, sometimes they really miss the boat. Anyway, that's the official forecast.
3: You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded Coast Salish territory the Honkameenem-speaking Musqueam people.
0: Jim Hall is our jazz feature artist, and as I mentioned before, um, I wanted to do the the interview and play some of her music uh, in the early part of the program. So... This one time only um we've uh postponed the jazz feature, which we usually do at the beginning of the show until now, out of uh respect for the fact that uh Maya Ray has school tomorrow and she's uh, uh she you know she's fourteen years old, <laughs> so um that uh, delightful young lady was on the show earlier and uh, as I mentioned before we interviewed her. Anyway, the jazz feature. This was recorded in 1957 for Pacific Jazz Records. Jim Hall had, uh, was actually born in, um, in the, uh, the East, and uh, he was um, raised in Ohio and uh, spent his years there learning the guitar and all that sort of stuff, um, and moved out to Los Angeles uh, which, of course, had a, a burgeoning uh, jazz community at the time in the mid-'50s to uh, to try his luck. And, of course, uh, this talented young man who didn't look like a jazz musician. Jim Hall in his young days looked like somebody that would have maybe worked in a bank. <laughs> he really did. Um, and uh, um, it's kind of funny because the way he played guitar Certainly wasn't, uh, um, it was down-home, uh, bluesy, um, absolutely uh, incredible. And, of course, um, Jim was into his own style right from the beginning. And uh, he, he, he developed such a great sound on the guitar, and Jim became one of the um, leading guitar players um, on the West Coast. He worked with uh, Chico Hamilton's first quintet, and also um, uh, played with uh, the great Jimmy Giuffre in a variety of settings. And um, then uh, in the late 50s, um, Jim decided to move to New York City, and he became um, part of Sonny Rollins' great quartet. Sonny had just come out of uh, his uh, legendary sabbatical on the uh, Williamsburg Bridge, And was once again playing, and he formed a quartet, and Jim Hall was his choice on guitar. So Sonny worked, or uh, Jim worked with uh, the iconic Sonny Rollins, and of course recorded uh, a beautiful um, album um, called Undercurrent with uh, Bill Evans. It was a duet album, which became... Uh, To this day, it is a jazz classic and one of the most sought-after albums. It's a gorgeous uh, recording, and Jim and Bill Evans had a a great musical relationship over the years. And, of course, Jim went on to work with um, the great uh, trumpeter Art Farmer and uh, was also uh, recording with just about everybody, including Freddie Hubbard and all all kinds of people, and uh, also doing recordings under his own name. By the time in the mid-'60s, Jim Hall had established himself uh, as one of the leading guitar players uh, in the world, leading jazz guitar players, and and, uh, uh, he lived a good long life right up until... um, His uh, 80s. Jim was born um, December 4th, 1930, in New York City. But uh, uh, as um, he was just a babe, when he uh, moved to Ohio and uh, went to school there, and got his uh, Bachelor of Music degree at the Cleveland Institute of Music. And then he went on to um, Los Angeles. And his influences were Django Reinhardt, Charlie Christian, of course, and Barney Kessel. And Hampton or um, Jim Hall, of course, uh, uh, as I mentioned, uh, uh, arrived in Los Angeles in February of 1955 and, of course, uh, began working with the Chico Hamilton Quintet. And that's when most of the world heard uh, Jim Hall for the first time because the Chico Hamilton Quintet was one of the most uh, um, popular groups uh, in jazz music on both coasts and uh that was really the beginning but this album that we're going to hear our jazz feature album is really the beginning because it's jim's very first album under his own name and it's got a very modest title it's called jazz guitar (laughs) there we go and it was recorded in january uh over a couple of sessions january 10th and the 24th 1957 and um Jim picked one of the great piano players of uh, the time, the late, great Carl Perkins. Perkins was a self-taught pianist, originally from uh, Indianapolis, and uh, he was very, very sought after. The only problem was that uh, Carl Perkins was uh, a heavy drug user and uh, died um, in 1958 of of an overdose, and we lost a, a great, great musician, uh, whose potential was uh, never completely fulfilled. But he plays wonderfully on this album, and he's a perfect accompanist for Jim Hall. So we have Jim Hall on guitar, Carl Perkins on piano, and anchoring the whole trio is the great one of the greatest bass players. Charles Mingus mentioned uh, Red Mitchell as being one of his favorite bass players, and Mingus was never... Uh, generous with his praise especially for other bass players but with red mitchell he had no reservations and red mitchell of course was was definitely one of the greatest bass players in the history of jazz so he anchors the whole trio no drums and uh, you don't miss them at all there's uh about 11 tunes on this album and we're going to hear them all we opened with uh, the great Benny Goodman classic, Stompin' at the Savoy, a great start. Then we moved to a blues written by Duke Ellington's son, Mercer Ellington, called Things Ain't What They Used To Be, one of my favorite blues. And then a wonderful tune by Harry Warren entitled This Is Always, great ballad. And then uh, a tune that was Bob Hope's theme song, Thanks for the Memory. And uh, then another great standard tune by Johnny Mercer, Tangerine. And then of course, the ever popular Stella by Starlight, by um, Victor Young and uh, Ned Washington. And then we uh, a tune from the Basie repertoire uh, is next, the 920 special. And then a, a wonderful uh, ballad once again by Jimmy Van Heusen called Deep in a Dream." And then a great tune by uh, Jerome Kern called "Look for the Silver Lining." And then another Benny Goodman classic, uh, Benny Goodman, Charlie Christian classic, Seven Come Eleven. And the final tune is a great uh, tune, which was a popular tune in in, uh, 57, um, a tune called Too Close for Comfort. So here then is the full album, Jazz Guitar by Mr. Jim Hall, the late, great Jim Hall, died in 2013. And uh, Jim Hall on guitar, Carl Perkins on piano, and Red Mitchell on bass. And we begin with Stomping at the Savoy. Our jazz feature this evening, Jim Hall.
3: Thank you. Thank you you Thank you.
0: Our jazz feature this evening, we heard an album called Jazz Guitar. And that was the debut album of one of the iconic jazz guitarists, Jim Hall. And we heard Jim Hall with the legendary Carl Perkins on piano and Red Mitchell on bass. And uh, just the three of them. This was recorded... um, in Hollywood, in Los Angeles, in uh, January of 1957 for Pacific Jazz Records. And we heard 11 tunes uh, that these guys played, and uh, that was our um, late jazz feature this evening. Of course, we had earlier on in the show um, the very fine, young, up-and-coming singer, um, Maya Ray, who will be performing at Frankie's this Thursday, February 23rd, if you haven't heard. Uh, She'll be there with a whole all-star cast of musicians, and she'll be at Frankie's Jazz Club, and it's also a benefit for Covenant House. And Maya will be performing with Corey Weeds on tenor saxophone, Vince Mai on um, trumpet, Miles Black on piano, Andre LaChance on bass, and uh, Joel Fountain on drums. So we delayed the jazz feature this evening because uh, we had Maya on the program uh, to talk and to um, hear some tracks from her album called Sapphire Birds. So we delayed the jazz feature, and it was a long one, and uh, we just finished listening to it, and as I mentioned before, the album was called simply Jazz Guitar – the tunes, in the order of appearance, we opened with the goodman uh, Samson tune called "Stompin' at the Savoy. We moved to uh, Mercer Ellington's great tune, uh, Duke Ellington's son. Things ain't what they used to be, and they ain't. And then we moved to a ballad by Harry Warren called This Is Always. That uh, was a tune that was recorded by Charlie Parker. And I think that's where Hall uh, developed a liking for that uh, melody, This Is Always. Following that was Bob Hope's theme song, written by Robin and Ranger, Thanks for the Memory. Then we moved to an up-tempo version of Johnny Mercer's Tangerine. And then uh, a nice version of um, Victor Young's Stella by Starlight, a great standard that every jazz musician has to learn. And then we moved to a tune associated with Count Basie, written by his saxophone lead saxophone player of the time, Earl Warren. It's called the 920 Special. Then we heard a wonderful ballad by Jimmy Van Heusen called Deep in a Dream. And then a great old standard by Jerome Kern and uh, De Silva and Kern, Look for the Silver Lining. And then another Benny Goodman, Charlie Christian Special, Seven Come Eleven. And the final tune, a uh, uh, pop tune, from the day called Too Close for Comfort. Jim Hall on guitar, Carl Perkins on piano, and Red Mitchell on bass. And uh, Jim Hall, one of the great guitarists in jazz and uh, an influence on uh, so many musicians. Strangely enough, in those days, uh, Jim uh, (laughs) was a very straight-looking fellow. And... um, he he looked uh, he used to say he looked like a bank teller. Well, <laughs> you know, uh, he he just looked like a, um, somebody who, who you know who worked in a worked in a bank or or an office. Um, not uh, definitely not a, a jazz musician look, but uh, when he picked up the guitar, you knew you were listening to the voice of authority on on guitar. Beautiful sound, blues based concept. And uh, Deep Swing, Jim Hall. All right. Hope you enjoyed our lengthy jazz feature. And you are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. We're going to play some music by a band called Eastern Rebellion. And this is a very special edition of that band. And we'll tell you about it uh, in just a moment after these messages.
4: CITR and BC Black History Awareness present Black History Month. We're featuring stories about extraordinary black Canadians. One such individual is John Craven Jones, the first teacher on Salt Spring Island. There was no school on Salt Spring Island, so Mr. Jones taught the children wherever there was space, in sheds or in family homes. He traveled back and forth between the schools on the island because it was too dangerous for the children to travel alone with cougars on the island. Jones was one of only 16 public school teachers in the entire province. Most surprisingly, he taught without being paid. The families were happy and eager to ensure he had whatever he needed so that he would stay providing him with clothing, produce from the gardens, eggs, meat, and poultry. John Craven Jones continued teaching on Salt Spring Island until 1875 when he moved back to Ohio. He taught for another 20 years and then retired as a farmer. This has been a Black History Month PSA from CITR 101.9 FM and BC Black History Dream awareness.
1: Are you here because of me? No, I am here because of your light. Planets
3: reach for immortality. People
2: let me tell you about my best Become a CITR member and make some new friends. Members get discounts on Main Street at Hot Art, Wet City, Antisocial Skateboard Shop, East Vanity Parlor, The Wallflower Modern Diner, RX Comics, Dandelion Records and Emporium, The Rag Machine, Neptune Records, The Regional Assembly of Text, Devil May Wear, Lucky's Comics, Book Warehouse, On the French Hair Design, Red Cat Records, Woo Vintage Clothing, True Value Vintage and I Found Gallery, and The Biltmore Cabaret.
0: What would we do without our friends? We're back, and uh, we have this band. It's a very special edition of a band called Eastern Rebellion. And that was a band that uh, Cedar Walton led with uh, different uh, saxophone players. Um, Clifford Jordan was, uh, I think, the main saxophone player in the band. And then later on, my old friend Bob Berg, the late Bob Berg joined, uh, took um, Clifford Jordan's place and uh, Cedar also uh, did a couple of tours with um, a wonderful Australian saxophone player by the name of Dale Barlow. But this version, and they only made one recording, featured the great George Coleman on tenor saxophone. George, of course, is still very much with us and still playing, um, and he really is such an iconic Voice of the tenor saxophone. Big G, George Coleman. This was recorded in New York City December 10th, 1975. George Coleman on tenor saxophone, Sam Jones on bass, and Billy Higgins on drums. And George, of course, is the only surviving member of this incredible band. And of course, Mr. Cedar Walton, the leader at the piano. We're going to hear three tunes from this album, and uh, it truly is. uh, Coleman is such a master of the tenor saxophone, but all these compositions are so great as well. We open with, uh, I think, one of the most popular of all Cedar Walton compositions. This one is called Bolivia. The second tune was written by John Coltrane for his first wife, Anita, and she changed her name to Naima. Um, Africanized her name and of course the tune is yeah. Naima the final tune was written by George Coleman and it's got a very unpretentious title It's it written in 5-4 time and he just called it 5-4 thing and um, these are incredible performances and represent some of the very best in jazz music so I hope you enjoy this next segment of the jazz show This is Eastern Rebellion, and we begin with Bolivia. (music) ¶¶
3: (音楽) Thank you. Thank you.
0: We certainly hope you enjoyed that segment of the program. This was a band entitled Eastern Rebellion, and that was the name that uh, Cedar Walton uh, chose for his uh, working quartet for many years. But this was the only album made with this particular personnel. And of course, what made it so special was that the tenor saxophonist was the great George Coleman. And George, of course, is still the only surviving member of this uh, stellar quartet. This is recorded in uh, December of 1975 in New York City. And, of course, Coleman is absolutely magnificent on this recording, and it uh, it really um, has stood the test of time. This is a recording that uh, so many people listen to for um, inspiration and just absolutely effortless uh, creative playing by all concerned. Cedar Walton, the leader, on piano, George Coleman, tenor saxophone, as I mentioned, Sam Jones on bass, and Billy Higgins on drums, some of the most perfect modern jazz, Eastern Rebellion. The tunes we heard, we opened with Cedar Walton's, uh, perhaps one of his best known compositions, Bolivia. And the second tune was written by none other than John Coltrane, And that was the beautiful ballad dedicated to his first wife. And it was entitled Naima. And the final tune was a George Coleman composition that he named 5-4 thing. Because, of course, it was written in 5-4 time. Eastern Rebellion. Mm -hmm. We're going to listen to some music by the great trumpeter Woody Shaw from his groundbreaking album called The Moon Train. This was his breakthrough album. We take you back to um, December 1974 for this album. It came out on Muse Records. We're going to hear a couple of tracks uh, from this uh, very fine album by Woody Shaw. And it features uh, Woody on trumpet. Uh, Azar Lawrence on uh, tenor and soprano saxophones, Steve Touré on trombone, and Onaje Allen Gums on piano and electric piano. Cecil McBee on bass, Victor Lewis on drums, Tony Waters on conga drums, and my old friend Gilhermy Franco on percussion. We're going to hear two tunes from this album. We're going to begin with uh, Steve Therese's wonderful exotic composition called Sanyas, And the second tune is Woody Shaw's great composition called Katrina Ballerina. And uh, we hope you enjoy this music by the great, late Woody Shaw, who was, of course, probably the last in line of truly great trumpet players that came from... uh, That's Navarro and Clifford Brown. We had Lee Morgan. Um, They sort of begat Lee Morgan and Freddie Hubbard. But Woody Shaw was really the next step on the instrument after Freddie Hubbard and Lee Morgan. And um, such a a wonderful, uh, creative, iconic musician. So we hope you enjoy these uh, two tracks from this album called The Moon Train. We begin with Sanyas. We heard two tracks from Woody Shaw's great album, kind of a breakthrough album for uh, Woody Shaw. It was done in 1974 for Muse Records. And the album was called The Moon Train, and we heard two pieces of music from there with Woody Shaw, of course, on trumpet, Azar Lawrence on soprano and tenor saxophone, Steve Ture on trombone, Onalje Alan Gums on piano and electric piano, and Cecil McBee on bass, Victor Lewis on drums, Tony Waters on congas, and Guilherme Franco on percussion. And the first tune was written by Steve Ture, an exotic thing called Sanyas. And the second tune was Woody Shaw's composition called Katrina Ballerina. Woody Shaw. And um, a great recording, as I mentioned before, his breakthrough recording. We are going to conclude with a piece of music by a band that started off our show this evening. And uh, we take you back to uh, end the show to Birdland, February 21st. Yeah, today, except 1954. And we're going to hear... Clifford Brown on trumpet, Lou Donaldson, the surviving member on alto saxophone, Horace Silver on piano, Curly Russell on bass, and the great Art Blakey leading the quintet. And uh, we're going to hear a Horace Silver composition entitled Quicksilver. And uh, that's going to bring it in to uh, another edition of The Jazz Show. So here then is the Art Blakey Quintet with Clifford Brown. Recorded at Birdland, February 21st, 1954, Art Blakey and his quintet with Clifford Brown on trumpet, Lou Donaldson on alto saxophone, Horace Silver on piano, Curly Russell on bass, and of course the mighty Art Blakey on drums, and uh, ending another edition of The Jazz Show on CITR. We'd like to thank you very much for being out there this evening, and uh, hope that you enjoyed the show if you uh, heard only part of it great if you heard all of it wonderful and um, once again we'll be back in seven days time so on behalf of uh, yours truly gavin walker and citr fm 101.9 or on your computer www.citr.ca we'll see you in seven days time so take care And bye for now. We're back next Monday right at 9 o'clock, 9 p.m. (laughs) Bye-bye.